0: this episode of tailgate talks is brought to you by blanca tune in live to
1: interact with the hosts on wednesday nights six thirty central at www.twitch.tv backslash blanca og hope you enjoy the show
2: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Week 65. This is Club Red, guys, uh, where we discuss what's going on with Texas Tech sports and uh, just what's going on with general Texas Tech athletics. Uh, If you're listening live right now, we are a little bit past our bedtime. Uh, It is now 10.30, uh, 10.45, sorry. And uh, we just wanted to kind of come on and have a live reaction with you guys about the Texas Tech Iowa State game. Uh, unfortunately, that ended up in a loss. Very hard-fought game, ups and downs. We will talk a little bit more about that. But uh, before we do jump into that discussion, make sure you do give us a follow on iTunes and Spotify. And uh, also on both, give us a five-star rating. We always appreciate that. But um, if it is on iTunes, make sure you drop the comment below. Give us a good review. Definitely always appreciate that as well. Uh, if you want to follow us on socials at all, Definitely hit us up on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you do swing by that YouTube channel, make sure you do hit the subscribe button and the bell notification to be notified. Each time we post a new video, uh, as far as our personal accounts, Dustin, you can find him at dustinwimmer 22 Brooks. You can find him at Calvin B Barrett and me at blocka where the L is a one. And lastly, if you have any sort of thoughts, questions or anything here, want to hear us discuss on the show. Make sure to email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. Uh, so let's go ahead and just jump right into this so we can get the fresh reactions. We got some uh, down faces over here. Uh, we we will hopefully have a special guest for you guys here in a little bit. Should be joining up with us. Um, but uh, we're going to go ahead and kick this off so we can kind of get our old asses to bed. I've taken five shots of fireball now, and uh, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good at b- keeping this as articulate as I fucking can, so this is uh, this is Club Red, and this is our talk about the Iowa State game. All righty, so here we are. This is, uh, this is the talk. This is what we were kind of hoping for. Um, you know, uh, there was a little bit of pessimism earlier. We were just like, we might just hop on at halftime because we don't know how bad this could go. And, uh, I'll, I'll say, even though we had our chance to win this, uh, I'm still bummed that we lost it. Like, I think having our chance to win it kind of made it, maybe made it harder. I don't know. Um brooks initial thoughts here what's your immediate reaction to this game uh i, I think let, let's maybe start with the first half
1: yeah you find out you know last night tech posts a video of warming up and stuff and you notice that hey our team kind of looks a little bit decimated here and then news kind of trickles throughout the day and you find out and you know, early this afternoon that you're going to only have seven guys. And so you're kind of like, Hey, you know, not really sure what to expect from us. You know, we're going to fight, but you're on the road at a hostile environment against the top 15 team in the country team who's played Baylor pretty close there over the weekend. So you're just kind of like, not sure what to expect. And, you know, it kind of went about, as you expect, you struggled to score Uh, You looked pretty damn awful on the offensive end. Uh, Lots of turnovers, sloppy play, um, lots of mistakes, couldn't hit open shots, couldn't get open shots. And it's just another one of those games that's really frustrating that you're sitting here at the end thinking that we should have won. We should have won that game. And despite only having seven dudes, despite missing your two best players, you gave yourself a chance to win if you could make a fucking free throw um you win this game if you can make free throws you win this game if you could learn to make finish uh some layups if you can learn to hold on to the ball <laughs> some of those things you win this game because you played a hell of a hell of a game defensively uh from all of these guys but ultimately you know you couldn't hit the shots when you needed to when the game got down you know to the end you couldn't get a fucking shot off to save your life yeah so it was some very frustrating very frustrating moments throughout this game and it's just kind of one an- another one to add to the list just another tough loss to add to the list
2: yeah yeah it's extremely frustrating <laughs> uh, R- rc in the chat what's up man been a minute missed you looking good hey, What? why are you looking so like clean at like 11 p.m ready to go to bed it's just the you know youth pastor look in
0: me
1: man
2: <laughs> I-, I swear what is this sir you've been on twitter you've been watching this game How how are you like I'm missing hairs on the back of my head right now, just so you know.
0: It's a bittersweet
2: day, though. I mean, like, first of yeah. all, shout out to the Lady Raiders winning that
0: game down in Austin. Yes. Wreck them on that front. Um, in terms of the men's basketball, like, felt like that was best case scenario. And then <laughs> I'm also a Mavs fan, so Dirk just got his jersey retired. So, um, just a bittersweet day all around for me. Um, but I'm enjoying every aspect of it. Um, I'm trying to turn this virtual background off. Yeah, there we go. Uh, there we, we go. We right gotta there. You got to see that background. Why would you? You got to see Patty shirt? in there, and you got to see Dirk. We got this for like 45 bucks over at the American what? Airlines Center today. Oh. So how, how dare you? Uh, how no. dare you
2: hide that from us? had to show off a little bit so that's really why i'm sitting right here but
0: yeah no i mean i appreciate you guys having me on i know that was a long-winded answer to why i look clean right now
2: uh, no it worked <laughs> it worked uh, no we were we were just talking we just got into it because you know we got a little bit of the uh long opener for for the pod and mm-hmm. stuff and you're kind of figuring that out now a little bit with your do you take show. a
0: couple shots yet
2: i'm at five right right now sir i'm at five just we're, five we're, yeah i know i'm working it down i got something to make mm. up with the. Uh, with the Jags yeah. bet we got coming up, so yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I just yeah. didn't
2: know if that was being done tonight or not yet. Long winded, um, but I, 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 the Jaguars
1: still will lose another game, so there's still room to you know shots to add.
2: That you was know, just easy
1: money. I'm, that was easy.
2: Money. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm <laughs> feeling pretty articulate for five shots of fireball, sir. All right, nice. I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty like I'm doing my job here. Um, so okay. we were we were just uh, I just I just kicked it off to Brooks a little bit here. Um, we're just talking about the initial reactions from this game. So, um, he just kind of mentioned real quick that, you know, we found out late yesterday that it was only going to be seven players and, and, uh, you know, we're missing our two top scorers. Um, you know, w- what, are, what are your initial kind of reactions to this game and how they fought and, uh, being in a hostile environment, uh, initial kind of thoughts after this is over. I mean, the first thought I had was, um. Iowa State is
0: overrated. Um, oh, yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I think they're actually a really good basketball team. Yeah. Um, but they're not the 11th mm-hmm. best team in the country. They're just not. Um, and I think that that was proven tonight when you you just laid it out, right? Like, you don't have Terrence Shannon Jr., who's an all-Big 12 player. You don't have Kevin McCuller, who arguably is an all-Big 12 player. Um, you don't have Malik Wilson, who I don't think people will give enough credit for how good he is. Um, and how desperately you needed a point guard. Yep. The, there we go. I, I have uh literally ESPN going off in my ear right now, too. So thank you for that as I pulled up the box score. Um, but no, uh yeah, no, like I, I think the biggest thing tonight for me that I learned just from a Texas tech point of view, and maybe it's an overreaction, but Clarence Nadalny the should be the starting point guard for this team moving forward. Um Whatever he brings offensively, fine, whatever. I don't really care.
2: Well um, take the best shot of right but now. But the fact is
0: that you have to you have to have a guy that runs point on this team. There's not a guy that I mean, at least with Malik Wilson out. Um, I feel comfortable running it because you think about it, Kevin McCullough is not a point guard, Terrence Shannon oh. isn't a point guard, Adonis wow. Arms isn't a point guard. Like you need those on, guys off. Yeah, exactly. You need those guys off the ball, making cuts, running back door, going off of screens, moving. And when you have those guys as your primary point guard, the offense is just stagnant. It, I mean, what's the difference between this year's offense and last year's with Mac McClung right now? Nothing. Yeah. There's no there's no different. Uh, nothing different at all. And tonight. Yes, I get it. It was stagnant at times, too. Like, whatever. But you're also down. Everybody and their mother at this point because of COVID injuries, whatever it may be. And I thought Clarence Dodalney played pretty well. And the biggest stat for the night for me, outside of maybe Kevin O'Banner having 10 rebounds, was Clarence Dodalney turned the ball over zero times. Yeah. Zero times. Yeah. And he played 36 minutes. By the way, shout out to Adonis Arms. He didn't come off the freaking floor tonight.
2: No.
3: Yeah. 40 He's minutes. For last three weeks.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, Adonis Arms is a, is a goat, in my opinion. I no. love everything about him. I loved him when he transferred in, but I didn't expect this. Like, I thought he was just going to be a good role player. Yep. Um, But that man's a stud. But, yeah, I, I think for me the biggest takeaway is Clarence Nadalny um, should be the starting point guard for this team. He's a little reckless sometimes. But my yeah. biggest fear coming into tonight was can he control an offense and not turn the ball over? He did just that against the team in Iowa State that's – they're good. They're they're a top thirty-five team in the country, um, in my opinion. And their defense is legit. And you don't turn the ball over. That'll yeah. play. That'll play. Also, forty
2: percent from the free throw line. What the hell are you doing?
0: That's
3: forty percent from free team. throw
2: and seventeen oh, from three. Uh, we 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 did not do ourselves any favors, Dustin. I mean, uh, uh, get your initial thoughts out there, man. You've been you've been a little bit uh, kind of overshadowed there. What you got going on?
3: I mean, after the first half, I didn't think this is going to be any kind of game. And so, very impressed with our second half and how we fought and played defense and made them shoot horrible. And we actually showed some offensive life at some points, um, probably from like that eight to three-minute mark in the second half. Yeah. Some buckets and some backdoor stuff and some layups, some dunks. And then we forgot how to play offense the last two minutes there. Yeah. Um, but I really just think that free throws, you know, they were our Achilles heel tonight in a worse way than normal, but they're going to be our Achilles heel all year. And we're only shooting 67% for the season as a team.
0: That's yeah. What team about if have. I told you that's like an improvement from last year, though?
3: Good. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <have an>
1: improvement <laughs> from last year. 67 <laughs> bad.
3: And, yeah, a three for 17 from three, but – to your best three. That's not an improvement
0: from last year. Three no. for seventeen's not an improvement. But no.
3: I mean, you were, you did what you did to Tennessee and muddied it up enough and rebounded well enough, stayed in there, and I'm surprised you had a you had a single digit game for most of the second half. Had it within four for a lot of the end of the second half, and even got up by two. Um, props to those guys and the coaching staff for making this
1: game work well enough. Um, that you don't feel too bad about this loss really yeah i sounded pretty down like when i was talking about it earlier just because i fucking hate losing man I, yeah. <laughs> it sucks to lose and it sucks to lose a game that you felt like you played well enough to win and it, sure well didn't look great like it was pretty damn sloppy but th- that's how we know we're gonna have to win a lot of these games is mudding it up but yeah you got to commend the seven dudes going out there and battling and giving yourself a chance to win. So I don't want to seem like I'm bitter at these guys. Like, it it just sucks to lose a game where you know, hey, if you make some free throws here, you do this there, you make this layup here, you win this game. And so the, it's just another. It's tough to take it, but yeah, you know, hats off to these dudes.
2: There, there's nine shots missed on the free throw line, and another 14 from the three point line and and any number of those dropping in and we have a we have a different different conversation here. Uh um, and one of those threes was that
1: that one of those threes was that little last second heave by Adonis arms that gave us the cover. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I also want to give props to the group of guys because of who we were limited with. We had two centers, two yeah. power forwards and three guards. Yeah. <laughs> the it was the least ideal setup Pretty much of who you had available, and somehow you still made it work and almost pulled it
0: out. So, um, so I hey, mean, hey are... Brooks, by the way, speak for yourself on the cover, bro. I got in at Iowa State at minus three and a half. Your boy covered. The parlay is still alive. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the parlay is still alive.
1: You got and it at yes, three and a half. Did, there you go.
0: Yes, I did <laughs> against Texas Tech. I I don't care. I don't know. I would have that for my team. It's called being same. smart. Yeah, you got to be smart in this situation. So I'm good. I was at the minus three. Too bad the Nets are probably
2: or did they already lose? Does anybody? Know yeah, they the were Nets they were or? doing horrible. Pretty sure. They were doing horrible earlier uh, with with uh, with. God Kyrie. Guess who
1: went? I mean, this is this is the name that is going to bring back mem- memories. Guess who oh went off God. in the first quarter? Oh shit! Lance Stevenson, back with the yeah. Pacers. I saw he had
0: twenty points in six minutes.
2: Yeah. The in hell? the first
0: quarter what yeah Brooklyn they covered came by back the way and so i'm that? in the clear
2: bang wow they were Nine they were half. down they by like by they eight. were down by like 20 at the half Jesus. well shouts to go. RC
1: i'm making some money today All right,
2: uh, Let's well go. you know what the, the the haircut's paying off my three now.
0: team, i think my three team parlay might hit today fellas <laughs> i have to go check and see what i got the oh, uh timberwolves shit. at over the thunder
2: i don't know so, that that's going to be the last one um so i guess one thing that i do want to touch base on and we talked about it a little bit there um opinions and and rc we can start you off with this one on that on that three-point shot (laughs) yeah i saw your tweet about it already but let's get it out there on audio right what what was your take on it foul or no foul should we gotten the three points from the three throw line or from the free throw line like I don't think that would have gone well for us, but should we have gotten that? I, I, what did you think? What would, what would have been your call as an official?
0: I mean, it's 1,000% a defensive foul. I mean, any, anywhere you're playing basketball, that's a foul um, on the yeah. defense. Um, I, I try and really, because I, I noticed I was doing this a lot, especially before I got like, into covering Texas Tech stuff. Like, I would blame the refs for everything. Um, every little thing that would go wrong, and I think that's part of being a fan to some degree, which is totally fine, and I still am. Um, but like, I I always try and look around the league, I think, to make sure is Texas Tech the only one getting hoed? Like, you know, in these situations, and it's not. Like last night, no, yeah. I watched two games. It was brutal. It's like just the whole damn league, and it it and it's like it's a problem where I have friends that just like I, I refuse to watch Texas Tech basketball. Um, that's what they've told me. And I'm like, well, why? And they were like, well, the officiating can dictate a game whenever. And I, and obviously they're in the vast minority there. Um, but it, it seems like every week there is at least one game in the Big 12 where you're like, the officials probably cost that team the game or yep. at least a very good opportunity to win it. Um, and I don't think that's the same here for Texas Tech. To be honest with you, like just the circumstances and the way you shot the ball specifically from the free throw line – you really probably didn't deserve to win that game. Um, you shot yourself in the foot quite a bit tonight. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, yeah, that's just—it's it, terrible. Um, and I forget the official's name. I believe his last name is Warren. Uh, maybe his first name's Warren. I—I I don't know at this point. But he looks like he uh, has a messed up leaf blowing toupee on. Um, I'm sure y'all know yeah. what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Did we call a foul for well, the I, toupee? I think so. Fuck like that. I mean, I, I met the guy at Chili's one time you. in Lubbock. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he seems I like die. a dude who goes
1: to Chili's all the time. Like, he has a Chili's fair, at home bro. that he's at all the time.
2: Oh, the bartender knows his name. The guy that
0: goes to Chili's all the time. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I take that offense. Well, well that yeah, I okay, love okay,
2: Chili's. Do you sit at the I bar? Do you sit at the bar top, and does the bartender <laughs> no, know I'm your name? No, I'm not that guy. He, okay. He, he, was he, that guy. That, he was that guy. He's that guy. Yeah. A, no, he a type. was that Yeah, he was There's a type. There
0: is a type. No, no, no. No, I'm definitely the side with the boost and everything. Yeah, that's my point. But, yeah, like... I yeah he I, it just seems like every time i'm watching a big 12 game he's somehow involved in how bad the officiating is and i just don't know how they um yeah like don't realize it by now but at the same time it's like i said in my tweet and you brought it up like are we really surprised like no it's kind of at the point now where i get everybody complaining i i would complain too but it's also they're not going to do anything about it they don't care like yeah. um it's just it's just crappy officiating. It is what it is at this point. And to be fair, too, to Iowa State, Texas Tech got away with a little bit of things. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. Let's be honest about it. Like, it was it was crappy both ways, which is probably the best way you should go about it. Hopefully, it's crappy both ways. But, yeah, that foul was just
2: absolutely Off. egregious. It was, a, it was a missed call. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell me talk, guys. What I mean, what do you think? Brooks?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I'm as hard on officials as anybody is. But yeah, there was definitely times in that game I was thinking, man, if I was an Iowa State fan, I'd be pretty pissed right now. But I thought down the end of the, the end of that game, the refs definitely favored them. I thought that foul on Clarence was pretty weak. I thought that was regular good solid defense and the crowd got loud. So the ref called the foul. I thought that was pretty weak. Uh, I thought that I thought that technical was bullshit. I thought that was complete bullshit. I I have no idea what drew that tech. It looked like a guy made a layup and was talking to the bench uh, and celebrating it. I think it was,
0: he made that uh, you're too small thing. I don't know if y'all saw that, but he made the too small thing. Yeah, where he like kind of put his hand down below his knee and said the guy was too small. That's what got him the tech.
1: That's still weak. That's still weak. Get yourself out of competitive environments if you're going to call that a fucking technical foul.
0: In the game,
3: when he's not directing it towards the other player, yeah, and that just made it a one possession game, and you, as the official, can't give a little leeway and know the moment and let the team ride that Damn. out and you give the other team a huge advantage when they can't score and give them their eighth, seventh and eighth point of the half. That oh, late.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, It's definitely a problem. I, I don't watch any other college basketball games really because you know watching the end of that freaking Louisville pit game that was on before us was just a ref show at the end. It was like, here's a foul, here's a technical, here's a technical and that game was two minutes left in it and it goes on for 30 more minutes because the refs are just Dude. you know throughout the league it, it's a ref show every game that you tune into so i watch tech games and that's really it because so it, it's really hard to watch it's really it really is
2: what 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 i know in in uh in in football right the the refereeing crews get get a grade for how they did right yeah,
3: they still get
2: all that in this Are, is it, do they still get a grading in, in ncaa and in, in basketball yeah. like that same way yeah oh yeah yeah
1: they
2: do So it doesn't matter
1: though. They just pack up and they go, Hey, you're in Oklahoma, you know, you're going to Stillwater next weekend for Oklahoma state, Texas, you know, go screw that game up.
0: (laughs) I mean, the biggest problem with it all is like, they, these guys aren't full-time referees. This is a part-time gig for them. Like we're talking about guys that are mostly like lawyers and stuff. And this is a side gig and they just enjoy traveling, going to the games and stuff like that. The big 12 is one of the few conferences in America, maybe the only power five conference in America I could be wrong on that. At least I know in football they are. That doesn't have full-time officials.
2: No, yeah, I, I have a friend. She's a she's a softball umpire, and she she works for uh, oh god, was she? She works something something for like a, a conservatory around here full time, and then every single weekend she gets hired for Big Twelve and Big Ten, and and, and gets pulled out for the weekend. So like, no, yeah. not not her full-time <laughs> job either. So. Yeah, not, not fully surprised by that either, I guess. Um, so, RC, we're going we're to gonna kind of keep you for one more for, – for two more quick questions, and then I'll let you get on your I'm way, good. let you get to bed, dude. Uh, I appreciate you hopping in here with us. I'm an old-ass
1: man, man. I'm old-ass. Like, I'm
2: an old-ass man. I, I don't
1: like, – You're, not, like, probably way younger than all of us here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, probably not. I'm, don't let I'm, this – I'm, I'm 30 – I'm 35, all right? So uh, – okay all right okay uh, i, I got, am younger than that i got i got some gray hairs and shit and, and each one yet, of them is is like is is starting to, is everybody uh, 30 here except for me i think so actually yeah 30, you might 30. be the youngest sir
0: 31 oh,
2: okay i
0: turned 28 <laughs> yeah. this year so there See? you go <laughs> <laughs>
2: 27
1: damn old it now, you, you still can, got two you years oh, you're you're two. In basketball
0: sir
3: probably.
0: Yeah, no. I mean I, I have four years of eligibility left
1: still. Be on that Perry Ellis track right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Hopefully not the balding track though. So uh, let's I'm not let's track. not let's not shame that. All right. Oh, my head's hiding back there. Wearing um, hats? So no, let, let's get let's get your quick take because uh in this next week, right? We got Saturday, we got we got number six Kansas, and then Tuesday we got Baylor. Um yeah. so kind of after this Iowa State game. What are your hopes out of, out of these next two matchups? Because that's about about as hard as that uh, a, a, a stretch can get, right? So what what are your thoughts yeah, going into I mean, these two? I mean, just
0: compete at this point. I know that sounds so vanilla and everything, but we don't know when guys are coming back from the COVID list. We don't know when guys are coming back healthy in terms of injuries. Is Kevin McCullough out a long time? Does Terrence Shannon Jr. get to play? Um, what does Malik Wilson look like? I don't know if y'all noticed it, but in the video they posted last night that kind of got Tech Twitter up in arms about, oh my god, why is Kevin McCullough in a sweatshirt and not practicing? Um, Malik Wilson was practicing, so that's a big deal. Um, I still don't expect him back until probably Valentine's Day. Um, anything before that would just be nice. Um, but I mean, on my podcast, I I said that they were going to lose the first three games of the year, but I said that before, even when they were healthy, I yeah. thought that they would lose. And the reason being is just because this team has not gotten to practice at full strength together, let alone playing a damn game. Like, I mean, they they just haven't because you think about it, Terrence Shannon jr. He's missed. I believe this is now what tech has played 13 games. He has now missed over half of Tech's games this year. He's only played <laughs> six games, yeah. missed seven. Um, You know, Kevin McCullers missed a game. You got Malik Wilson out there. You got Marcus Santos Silva, who was hurt early in the year with a foot injury. Like, you haven't got to see the full potential of this team. So, really, for me, these next two games is just compete. If you keep it close like you did against Iowa State, which it's going to be tough, I think you'll probably do so more so um, against Kansas, uh, just because it's a home game. I think Baylor, I'm not trying to be negative here, but I think they just run Tech out of the gym. Because um, I think Baylor's the best team in the country. Um, but at the same time, I just want to see guys really kind of step out of their comfort zone. That way, when guys do come back, they know what roles they're supposed to go into. But you can also, just in case an injury does happen, those guys can step up and maybe not fill the role of a Terrence Shannon Jr., yeah. but still be good enough to be like, oh crap, we're not completely screwed. Yeah. Right. So, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I, if you had to ask, like, in terms of what I predict, again, I think Baylor blows Tech out. I mean, I just – it sucks, but Baylor's the best team in America, in my opinion. Sure. And then um, the Kansas game, if you can keep it close, I'm interested to see what that spread looks like, but we probably won't see a spread um, yeah. because we're not going to know who's going to be able to play in that game. Um, until probably tip off. So I, I think if you can compete like you did against Iowa State at home and Hopefully the students are back. I don't know what day school starts. Um, I, Wednesday I this week. Wednesday. Is it Wednesday?
2: So what is that, the 12th? Am I crazy? So it'll be yeah, after. 12. So it'll be basically – it'll, it'll basically locals still.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully they come back. I, I don't know. I always tried to get back a little early just so I could go to Chimney <laughs>
2: before I had to start school.
0: Um, but maybe I was the only one. But, um, yeah, I, I think that's kind of what I want to see. But if we're going to see most of the same guys um, – here soon you know for the next few games and whatnot i want to see clarence Lindahl and be the point guard moving forward that's probably the biggest thing and also um get the damn ball out of bryson williams hands on the block yes. just get the damn ball out of his hands um that experiment should be done like it, it's very simple I, I think it was Emery. i want to give credit who i saw on twitter i couldn't agree with him more um and i'm sure y'all know Emery as well um like he said it perfectly, like, all you have to do to make Bryson Williams panic is just fake a double team at him, and he's yeah. screwed. He's screwed. Like, you don't even have to double him, you just have to fake double him, and he's screwed. And and it's like, I think he's a good basketball player. He's just being used improperly right now, really? and maybe that's just because where his tech is at right now yeah, um, yeah. in terms of health and everything, but that's probably what I'm looking forward to most, just what does Clarence Nadal look like? Is this a fluke in terms of the turnovers, and just compete, man. Just flat-out compete. Do not get blown out, even though I do think you're probably going to get blown out against
2: Baylor. The, the Baylor game is going to yeah. definitely be rough, but I, I like I like where your head's at on that Kansas game. I definitely think we do have that shot. Um, But definitely appreciate you stepping in. I, I know this was literally like last second. I'm on my drive back. No, I was, you're good, man. I was, I was on my drive back, and I'm like, fuck it. He's texting about it. Let's see if he wants to pop in. We're doing a reaction <laughs> yeah. thing right now. Um, so real quick. I'm always man, down. Do me a favor. Pl- plug your plug your new podcast. I know I've been running for a couple of weeks now, but yeah, uh, plug that man, in. Lyle. there. Where do people find you? Where, where's the what's the new podcast? And let them let them know where where they get this uh, this 28 year old uh, uh, basketball <laughs> brain at. No, nobody really wants to listen to me.
0: It's all about listening to one of the goats from Texas Tech football. We got Lyle Leong. Uh, no. junior me and him started a podcast it's the back to 12 podcast we're on spotify youtube not on twitch like you guys um haven't made it that far not that advanced yeah, no, in dude. terms of technology um yet um my 28 uh, year old brain isn't developed enough for that one day um one day. yeah maybe maybe <laughs> when you hit the 3 we'll, O, we'll talk but yeah that's the podcast man we're gonna have a bunch of guests on there um hopefully uh maybe even one here pretty soon i know he's talking to him and y'all probably heard of him um, in a ring of honor. So we'll, uh, leave it at that. So, um, hopefully we can get him on there, but yeah, it's the back to 12 podcast. Lyle Leong. Yeah. Yeah. You got it, Brooks. You got it right there. Um, Lyle played with him for a while. So hopefully we can have guys like that on there, but right now just slowly steady, uh, trying to build that up and trying to get back in this Texas tech game. Um, after oh, man, a four month hiatus at a job that I took here in Dallas.
2: Well, no excited. Always. <laughs> <Like> the- <laughs> Yes, he is. Um, Well, dude, thanks for coming on. I mean, again, I know it's super last minute, and I know you're trying to get to bed here, uh, but uh, thanks for thanks for swinging by here. I'll I'll let you go. We'll we'll wrap up on our part of the episode here, but wanted to. I messaged
1: messaged him about a week ago. We we do have to have RC back on to. You know, watch Arlie pay off some of these Jaguars' oh, bets, uh, debts that he's gonna owe mm. RC. Yeah, uh, so be... we'll we'll have to keep a touch on that. Uh, I, uh, yeah,
0: I, I don't even I don't even think you need to do them all. Like, I would be satisfied <laughs> if you just want to shotgun two seltzers.
2: You know what? Here, seltzers. here, I I will actually go full on. Uh, what is it? What is it called? Getting iced? I I will ice too. Hmm. So we're talking two seltzers and an ice. I'll do that. That's fine. We'll we'll, 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 call that. I did. Yeah, I'm down for it. I mean, mean,
0: it's it's fine. fine. I mean, it could be worse. I don't know how many losses we're at at this point. I just knew that when I made that bet, that was easy money. The
1: bet was the bet was the over under for the Jags was six. And so I think the bet was for every loss that they're under under six, you'll owe like a chug or a shot or something. Yeah, so yeah.
2: God, what are they right now? Two and, 14? They are two two and 14 wins. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then they're, they're about to beat the Colts though.
3: We're rooting for them to beat the Colts, though. So there's <laughs> chaos in the AFC. We,
2: we, we, we talked about it earlier. We were kind of hoping they would beat the Colts just so that way there's complete like panic amongst the rest of the league.
0: Did y'all see what could
2: happen if they do beat the Colts? Like how that would work out for the Sunday night game? Yeah. Yeah.
0: We could
3: tie off, a, a kneel off. Yeah.
0: Where they could just kneel. They could just kneel 15 <laughs> That'd times. That'd be awesome.
3: Each. I do want it to happen. Could you imagine way... how
0: pissed NBC would be? That'd be great.
3: Yeah, I want it to happen, though, because. If you're one of those coaches and those teams, you have a guaranteed spot in the playoffs.
0: If you don't Why would you do anything? Why would you risk injury? There's no yeah. point.
1: Injury or loss. You, you, lose you actually that. here's the but thing. You, don't do anything, you're in. You, you actually hey, see yes. teams in our division to the playoffs.
2: Well, you <laughs> see this in professional soccer all the time on the biggest stage, and the two guys. So like it'll be the second half, right? And it, this is the World Cup that I'm talking about, right? So the biggest stage in soccer and it'll be the second half, and it, 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 in the in the uh, round-robin part of it, they'll go to the corner, and two dudes will pass the ball back and forth for an entire 10, 15 minutes. They do not give a shit because they're trying to make it to the elimination. Well, they shouldn't. Series. They yeah. shouldn't.
0: Why would they? I mean, right. they're
2: at, I mean, first of all,
0: like, why would you put yourself in a position to get injured? Mm-mm. Also, yeah. second <laughs> of all, I don't really give a damn what happens in the AFC this weekend as long as Tennessee beats Houston. Yeah. That's all I give a damn about like, get ready. I'll tell you this right now. Like, you can have it. I'm willing to make a shot bet for you on this one, too. Let's hear it. If if the Titans get the number one seed, you bet your ass they're in L.A.
1: Like, oh, they shit. are going
0: to the Super Bowl with Derek That's
1: Inrede. not 100% true because the Super Bowl could be moved, to RC, <laughs> So It
0: could be in Dallas. <laughs> Shout out to Matt Wilson, the guy in Arlington. <laughs> He's super dope. Um, that runs their gaming stuff over in Arlington. Yeah, it could be. You're right. Wherever the hell the Super Bowl is, they are yeah. going to go there if they are the number one seed. That, I'll what's make that, that record
3: me. at home. I'll make that bet with you, RC. I'll, I'll take you up on that.
0: <clears throat> okay, there you go. Listen, they listen. They beat everybody that's going to be in the playoffs already. Once they beat Pat, they beat Josh. I mean, let's just run through this real quick. I mean, I don't mean to turn this into a Texans out or Titans out. no, hour, no let's bet. have at
2: it, dude. We're having some fun here, honestly. Whatever. Look, this is club red titans have a little bit of red in their color, so whatever.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, there we go. I mean, they already beat the Colts, they
1: beat the Rams.
0: Let's have some fun, boys. Let the Yeti just get the cold weather and, you know, beast on some MFers.
1: Let's uh, do it. I'm right, So you're
0: taking the bet, though, Dustin. You're taking yeah, that I'll, bet?
1: Yep. I'll take yep. you up on that. I'll take it as well.
0: They have to be yeah. the ones. <laughs> yeah.
2: If they're the one yeah. seed. All right, so you have they're Brooks Super Bowl. You have Brooks and Dustin saying they're not going to make it to the Super Bowl or take a shot. And mm, then you got well. you got RC saying if they're the one seed so playing at home through the playoffs. Yeah. They're making The it, odds are in our favor. The, the
1: field or the Titans. No. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah, you you, you get Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, good yeah, yeah. good for you. You get you get this guy.
0: I mean, yeah for you. You you the odds are in your favor,
3: no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> uh Pat and Josh and Josh Allen. So like
1: and Joey Joey it's B. It's fine. I like, I I like the field. <laughs> and Carson yeah, I, Wentz, I, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you.
2: That was definitely a homer bet but I'm okay with it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're 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 decent, man. They're, they're seven and we, two at home all season long. So we
1: have never once made a homer bet on this podcast. Never no, once. <laughs> not one, as
2: a Texas Tech fan, not once ever. All right, hey, uh, hey, Let's... I don't want to keep you up, man. Uh, I, I I want to kind of let you go do your thing. Um, but appreciate, appreciate you swinging in the last second, dude. Uh, again, I know this was super last minute, but uh. uh, uh lots of love out there for you we'll definitely be keeping in touch about my own jaguars bet and my own lots of alcohol to be paid off
0: (laughs) it's the red raider way i appreciate you guys having me on though guys y'all have a great night and as always
2: uh wreck them lots of love we'll talk to you soon thanks rc good yep all right guys so um now uh let's go ahead and kind of wrap up the episode here on our own takes here right (laughs) Um yeah. RC RC kind of had a little bit of a touch base there which was he wants to see us compete in the Kansas game which completely feasible we should be able to at least compete in that game but also a lot of that depends on our roster. Um Dustin, what are your initial hopes out of the Kansas game over the Baylor game?
3: Uh I think Kansas is much better than we're giving them credit for. Yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. Iowa State stinks. They proved that tonight. Um, But Kansas is probably definitely a top-10 type team. They have one of the best players in the country um, in their point guard or shooting guard, um, whatever he kind of plays. So it depends who we have and how we can hold him down. But They have way more dudes than what Iowa State has. Um, I'm not going to get any kind of expectations up. I mean, do I think we're going to muddy it up? Yeah, we always do. But I don't expect us to keep it that close. Yes. Yeah. Like some other people might think.
2: I mean, fair. Uh, obviously very fair there. Um, Brooks, I mean, thoughts on the Kansas game. Do you think that that there is just that much separation in between Texas Tech and Kansas right now for for basketball?
1: I think right now there is because of the roster questions. If Terrence Shannon Jr. isn't healthy, if Kevin McCuller isn't healthy, then yeah, there's a, there's a wide gap between us because we just don't have the scoring capabilities. Heck even really with them, honestly, but without them, I mean, I mean, what, we got 47 points tonight (laughs) against Iowa state who we don't think is really that good. Now they're a good defensive team, but You just have no ability to create offense. You don't have anybody who's going to go get you a shot, who can take guys one-on-one. It takes like a almost perfect possession to get you a bucket. And, you know, frankly, you just don't have the offensive capabilities to do that. So if you get into shot-making games, which I think Kansas and Baylor are going to be teams that are going to be able to knock down shots on you. Yep. then yeah you're it's going to be very very tough for you but i did like what rc said about clarence like i we didn't give him the love from our side there but i thought he had definitely his best game that i've seen him play as a red raider um and, and you know he's been here for a while but that zero turnover thing is huge cuz we're looking for a guy to be that point guard and if he's able to start stepping up into that i definitely feel a lot better about this team as this season goes but it just kind of like right, brace yourselves right now because it's it's a tough start to Big 12 conference play. And what this team is right now isn't what the team's gonna look like at the end of the season. Yeah, we're just going through kind yeah. of the part of the season that's from hell right now. And if we can get through it, get healthy. This is still a really good basketball team. Yeah. But right now, we're working towards <laughs>
3: that. <laughs> My thought on it is man, what a I was already thinking what a shitty way to start this big twelve season with three top ten teams, and then you get hit with all these health things and you're not even playing at full strength and your top guys are out like it just got worse and worse, so like it's a brutal way to start your conference play, especially in the toughest conference in the country, top to bottom, yeah. so it's gonna be rough, we're gonna start 0 three it's gonna be okay, nobody freak out.
2: Yeah.
1: The don't best thing you can game. do. Yeah. The best thing you can do is be competitive, fight in these games. Like I don't think anybody's looking down on you right now for losing that game uh today. Like knowing that you're going with seven players, your best two players are out, you're on the road, and everybody, you know, is all over our state so far this season. So I don't think anybody's looking at this as like a bad loss. You know, like it's a good loss. You know, there's not a lot of things as a good loss but going in there and competing the way you did and having a chance to win and if you can muddy up the waters against these next two opponents and stay in these games and look competitive you can come out of this 0-3 but everybody feeling pretty damn good about you so i think i think that's what your goal is right now is just to just to show try it. to maintain to one of these you're
3: going to go through the first half of this conference schedule you're going to be towards the bottom half of the standings at that point But you're going to be that team that people – teams and people start looking at and they're like, I don't want to play them. Like, they're way better than what that record says. This is not going to be a fun game. We're going to get beat up. They're going to make it hard. They've got a good chance to win. Like, we're just going to get better as we go on. That second half of the schedule is where we got to turn it on and figure it out and get healthy.
2: (laughs) No, I mean, very true. Um it it, 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 it's unfortunate to kind of start off the season with this big of like big of a stretch or tough of a stretch. It really is. But I, I kind of got to take a little bit of of what RC said there, which is we just haven't had enough time with all of our roster to play together. (laughs) And I really wish we would have them during this stretch in particular, because this is the level of competition we're going to get in the tournament. And the whole goal here is to perform well in the tournament. We're gonna get our bid. We're gonna get enough wins. We're gonna get in there. We're gonna be in the top, whatever, sixty-four in the nation. We are. But the thing is, is like we need this roster to get more practice together as a whole. And so it's kind of unfortunate that like we get this stretch so early on. Um, yeah. So to kind of. I think
1: you would rather it now. Oh yeah. You'd rather it happen now. And then that way, get everybody healthy, get past this COVID thing, and then, you know, get whole before this, you know, final stretch of the, of the conference season. So I think blessing in disguise that happening at the beginning rather than, you know, falling apart at the end, hopefully. yeah.
2: yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, uh, the the kind of maybe plus side to maybe look at this at with is like, uh, this is giving the rest of our roster a very good chance at some good gameplay, so they're gonna have a lot more experience, and hopefully that can mesh well with the with with our top two going into the uh um, deeper part of the Big Twelve play and stuff. But
1: we just gotta figure out some offense. We gotta figure yeah. out how to
2: make it a little bit easier.
1: And I don't know what the answer is, but I mean. It, it, it's just brutal to watch at some points it's just yeah we just make it so hard on ourselves
2: no 100
3: percent. really not that hard we gotta quit trying to do iso ball
1: like yeah
3: just pass it around and run some pick and rolls like quit trying <clears throat> to iso and dribble
1: like
0: snow
2: we do yep
1: but um, we do it a lot
2: <laughs> try to do it try to do it a lot um <clears throat> But anyways, guys, um, no, any, any other takes as far as, uh, as far as the games for today or games coming up, uh, not a lot going as far as football news. Um, obviously, uh, you know, talked about that a little bit, uh, last episode, little bit, the, a little bit of football
3: news. What we do got we got? Some got? guys declaring to come back. Oh yeah. Two.
2: Yeah. We got a lot of people. <laughs>
3: Secondary. In. we got two guys coming back. Um, Rye and Muddy Waters, who are two better defensive backs, hell yeah! And Sean Merriweather is coming back, who is a great linebacker. Um, so that's huge for our defense to have those three guys come back.
1: And then you once good. again, as RC said, the Lady Raiders dominated the number nine ranked Texas Longhorns in hell Austin. Yeah, hell yeah! So did. anytime, anytime we beat Texas, it's a great day. And I think that was, like, our first win in Austin since 2013 for the Lady Raiders. So, shout out to them. Good job.
2: Yeah. Um, No, no. Um, It's a good win. It's a big win. 13-point win over number nine in the nation. Uh, Obviously, that's huge. And and a huge Big 12 win. Uh, Excited for them. Immediately sent a screenshot to my buddy that went to UT saying, horns down and enjoy the L. Uh, but I think that's going to wrap up or uh, wrap up for us on this episode of club red and for tailgate talks in week 65, we're going to be checking out here, but definitely appreciate you guys swinging by checking in, make sure if you haven't already follow us on Spotify and iTunes, give us the five star rating on both. We definitely appreciate that. Hit us up on all the socials at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. As far as our personal accounts, you can find Dustin at member 22 Brooks at Calvin D. Barrett, me at Blanca where the Ls of one. And until next week, guys, definitely appreciate you. Rack'em Tech, and we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>